0: Hello, Gator Nation, and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. You know, Everybody complains, that, okay, oh,
1: you're playing this team. What if we played a, like a, a lower level team and we blew them out? is that better, you know, or because we played a a really tough opening game and you're trying to get used to it and nobody knows what we're going to be all about yet. Uh, Don't know. And and so I think that I I don't put as much into it, but I know it gets a lot of attention Uh, and we'll see, you know, I mean, we might be a great team by the end of the year. Both us and Miami could be great teams at the end of the year. Maybe we're
0: both stink. I don't know. We'll find out. Those were comments yesterday from Florida coach Dan Mullen, who met with reporters for the first time since Saturday's 24-20 win over the Miami Hurricanes to discuss that game, to discuss his evaluation of his team, specifically his evaluation of quarterback Felipe Franks, who was a big topic of conversation, and just to talk about his thoughts on the team his thoughts on the rivalry, and how they move forward from this week's zero win. Welcome into another edition of Locked On Gators. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde from the Lake City Reporter. Your team every day. We're excited to bring you another edition. On today's show, we will hear some more from Florida coach Dan Mullen, who talked about his evaluation of Florida quarterback Felipe Franks and, and his reaction to some of the criticism that he's received, uh, both for his play on the field and also his demeanor on the sidelines. And Mullen addressed all of that during yesterday's press conference. Mullen also talked about His evaluation of the offense and and what he feels like the game plan turned out, some of the play calls that he made, and even where he feels like he might have made some poor calls. So we'll talk about that in the third segment, bring you some of those comments from Dan Mullen. And in the second segment, we will hear from Florida quarterback Felipe Franks. He met with the media this week, talked himself about what he thinks about all the different opinions out there about his play and about his behavior. And he also talked about the team's win over Miami, what it means to him and his teammates, and how they can move forward from this. But in the first segment, I want to talk about Dan Mullen's comments yesterday about Felipe Franks. Because he got number 13s back when he met with reporters and addressed all the different things that are being talked about this week in regards to his play against the Hurricanes. And Mullen talked about his numbers. He talked about the turnovers. He even talked about some of the celebrations. And I really was interested to hear what Mullen had to say because I I figured that no matter what everybody had to say and think this week, his opinion is really the only one that matters. And and I kind of had the belief that he kind of encourages some of this from Felipe, not necessarily the celebrations, but just Being more confident, being more outspoken, that alpha dog that you can just have that energy feeds off to other guys and gets them pumped up. And you heard Trevon Grimes talk about it this week, how he loves Felipe's celebrations and he loves the way that he leads the team. He loves the way that he conducts himself because other guys feed off of that and it gets them hyped up. They see him like that, not just on Saturdays in front of the cameras, but on the practice field, in the hallways. All around campus, that's just kind of the, the personality that he is. And Dan Mullen and this coaching staff and this football team have really embraced that. And, and I think Mullen took to the podium yesterday to kind of get his quarterbacks back in that sense. Now, in talking about his play specifically, sure, there were some things that Mullen was critical of. But at the end of the day, he made it a point to talk about how good he feels like this Miami defense was. And for Felipe to do some of the things that he did, considering how elite they were with their past defense how good they were just as a unit in general, and for Felipe to come out in his first game of the season, and before the last drive, which we'll hear Mullen go in-depth about, that second interception and the play call that he made and and his thoughts on it, he thought before that Felipe had a pretty solid game for a first outing against a team like Miami and the defense that they have. So all those off-the-field antics and, and things like that, Mullen didn't really get into. The one thing that he could say about Felipe in response to The criticism that he's getting this week is he knows that it gets to him because he's a 21-year-old. And he knows that when he was that age and other players who are that age, they care about what people think about them. They care about how they look. They care about how they're perceived. He would like his quarterback and every player on his football team to get to the point that that outside noise just doesn't matter. And you're so focused on your job, what your responsibilities are week to week, what your team has going on trying to get ready for the next game that you basically just block all that stuff out. And Felipe, I think over time with Dan Mullen and Brian Johnson has done a better job of that, but it was ramped up this past week and and he had to really face the music. I think that he did a good job of ignoring most of it. Felipe will talk about that in the second segment, but right now let's bring you those comments from Dan Mullen where he addressed his starting quarterback.
1: What gets missed he threw a pick that could have been in the fourth quarter of a game that could have been the deciding factor of the play the next time we got the ball he accounted for every yard on that drive that we scored a touchdown the game-winning touchdown drive he accounted for every yard either running or throwing on the game-winning touchdown drive I don't know if Felipe Franks could have done that last year I think that pick might have affected him instead of him coming back and not a Not even a blink of the eye, he accounted for every play on the scoring drive. Uh, And like I said, what if if that last play is different? What if that last play they don't, they actually defend, you know, like, I mean, looking at it, they lined up. I'm like, there's no way they're doing this. I'm like, I wanted to like scream like, hey, I guess check to the run. They're going to let us run the ball and run out the clock. Uh, But what if he hits that pass for a touchdown on that play? You know, everyone's makes a whole different deal out of things. Um, so I don't. I think there's, I think he could he make better decisions at different times during the game? Yeah. And the, probably ones that people wouldn't even talk about or know about that I look into. And we could have made this read better, could have made that read better. But overall, you know, in the first game, I thought he, he did things. And I thought there were things, if you look at his positives, there were a lot of positives as well. The last play, which there's a lot of questioning all around, maybe on the last interception. But before that, he was 17 of 26 for 254, two touchdowns and a pick. That, that's a pretty decent day for an opening game, you know. So I, I, I think I think it does get overlooked. I think it gets so much gets put on it sometimes early in the year, and, and everybody wants to try. I mean, I mean they. Listen, I don't, I don't complain about it. You got to. You got our focus has got to be on where we're at as a team, what we see, and are we getting better, right? Because that's what we can control and worry about. I, you know, the biggest one for me at the quarterback is, is is Felipe making good decisions, right? Is he making better decisions? Well, that's. I mean, hopefully he's better this week than he was last week and the week after than he was the week before. And hopefully he's better next year than he is this year and he's better this year than he was last year. Uh, if he want, if you know, hopefully he has a great career in football. Hopefully he's better seven years from now than he was six years from now. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, that, the decision-making process of the quarterback position, is such a critical deal. And you talk about a long-term deal. Right of decision making in the in and process and how guys that make good decisions at the next in in football the more you do it the more reps you get the more opportunities hopefully the better decisions you make the better you perform.
0: Good stuff there from Dan Mullen on his starting quarterback. When we come back from this break, we will hear from the man himself, Felipe Franks, and his comments to the media this week. NFL fans, a new season is upon us. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is on the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, where to put your money down on all of these games. MyBookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. MyBookie has bonuses and more prop bets than any other sportsbook, period. This year, they're hosting the first official handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week and to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Welcome back into Locked On Gators, your team every day. In this segment, we will bring you guys some comments from Felipe Franks and what he had to say when he met with reporters this week. But before we bring you those comments, I want to share you some comments from his mother, Ginger, who took to social media this week after seeing some things on Facebook and Twitter that she didn't like. She never really got into the specifics. Here was the comments that she made when she had to make her page private. I tried to be nice, but just like that, my account is now private. I respect your opinion, but I'll be removing people with negative comments of players enjoy the season. Now, for those who don't know, this is not the first time that Felipe's mom and Felipe himself have had to deal with some bashing on social media and some negative comments on their own personal pages, which is why hers had to go private. And I'm just going to assume that for the folks that are listening to this podcast and have been listening to me hopefully for years and the crowd that you are, you're probably not the fans that are out there sending messages to Felipe and his mom. I'm just going to go ahead and assume that my audience doesn't do that. But I just think it's important to address this and to state that this is what's going on with him and his mom. Because when you see his emotions pour out on the sideline, when you see him sometimes get defensive, this is why. These are some of the reasons behind his emotions, behind his passion, and behind the reasoning for his celebrations when he finally has some success. And when he breaks through some of the bad games and some of the bad moments that he's had as a Florida Gator. His mom then took to social media and Twitter to share these two messages. She had to come back with a second one to clarify, but I just feel like it's important for sharing. Considering everything that Felipe's gone through this week and you'll hear him talk about it in this interview, I think it's uh, important to share his mom's perspective as well. Ginger writes, imagine a world where we encourage one another, where we didn't judge a person by a few seconds we see of them, where we took the time to talk to people to learn their story to find out about their day or offer a helping hand or words of encouragement when they are down. Instead, we criticize and say cruel things to people we don't even know via social media, direct messages, or media. Would you say the same things in person after having a conversation to find out the other person's perspective? Probably not. And that is what is so sad. Ginger then followed up those comments with this yesterday. I appreciate everyone's concern, but believe me, I am not upset. My post, although prompted by football, was about more than that. You see this when elections come around or when people post short clips of people fighting or many other things. I just wish people had more compassion towards one another, but I know people will think what they want. I am about more than football. I promise. We are about football on the Locked On gator show. But again, wanted to bring you those comments from Ginger and what they've been going through this week to see all the negativity that has come despite Felipe leading the Gators to a win over Miami and orchestrating a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. So here are those comments from Felipe earlier this week and what he had to say about all the criticism that he's been facing.
2: I don't need anybody's approval. am I'm, I'm myself, my own person. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, that's what makes me who I am. Uh... People inside this building know who I am, know what kind of person I am, um, you know, humble, uh, try to be the best teammate I can be, uh, always put the team first. Um, you know, that's just, at the end of the day, I'm a passionate player. I love to win, and win is my number one goal, and we won. We got the job done, and I don't play to please anybody. I play to win. Um, I play to help this team win, the program win. Uh, that's what I've been doing ever since I got here. I don't play to please anybody. Um, you know, anybody outside this building, I, I play... You know, because I come in here every single day, and I, we work our tails off to go out there on Saturdays and win. That's what I play for. That's what I do. And we got the win, and we got the job accomplished as a team. So I'm not worried about anything outside of that. I don't know. I'm worried about winning. We won. Uh, um, no, I, I don't know. Everybody else's opinion on how I played. Um, I'm worried about my coach's opinion on how I played was. And I got a good response, and that's what I'm worried about. And on to game. What were some key positives you took away from when you watched the film? I think the main key positive is that, uh, you know, we never gave up. Um, you know, I, I mean, for me specifically, I would say. Um, and as a team, I mean, like I threw the I threw the pick, the first pick to, to Freddie. Uh, obviously, wasn't something that we wanted to happen, pick, whatever. So, giving the ball back, we're still down. And we needed a big drive with eight or nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Um, we needed a big drive right there. And um, you know, I told the I said, give me some time right here. I know, I'm going to look across the field and we're going to have a big play right here when we get in the end zone that's what they did and when it mattered most and I think that's almost most important so uh, I think it's it's good I mean we have relentless effort we have guys that you know when we face adversity we, we block out all the noise and we go and get the job done you know when it's crunch time and when it's time to win a game what we did as offense, and uh, I think it showed up. It's fun. That's what you play for. Uh, I play for those. I mean, those those pressure moments, uh, and these guys, I and mean, we come out here and work every single day. For you know, when the fourth quarter is on the line, I think that you know you have to be able to, to you know tap into another one of yourselves and continue to fight, continue to fight, and never give up. And at one point in that game, not at one point in the game, I thought that there was one person on the team that was like, ah, you know what, I think we might lose right here. There wasn't at one point in the game that somebody did that. You know, we always had confidence. And um, like I said, when it mattered most, we got the job done defensively and offensively. So I think that that was a great uh, ultimate team win, I think.
0: Those were the comments from Florida quarterback Felipe Franks. Clearly ready to move on from this week and uh, take advantage of the bye week on Saturday and then get ready for Florida's home opener. In our final segment, we will bring you some more comments from Dan Mullen and really his evaluation of Florida's offense and where he thought some things maybe went wrong in the game and some things that he liked from the Gators' performance against the Miami Hurricanes. Everyone loves the comfort of their own home, but there's nothing like going to a game and being a fan in the stands. And whether you're looking for seats on the 50-yard line or front row tickets to see your favorite band in person, Vivid Seats is here to help you. Vivid Seats is the top source for purchasing event tickets in the online marketplace. You can search for seats by section, row, and price, all in the Vivid Seats app. The in-app loyalty program, Vivid Seats Rewards, allows you to purchase tickets to any concert, game, or show and earn credit towards your next live event. For the month of August, earn double credit back from 10 to 16% on all purchases through the app. Visit the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Do that and you're automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From sporting events to theater shows, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the Vivid Seats app and become part of their loyalty program today. Welcome back into Locked On Gators, your team every day. In the final segment... We will discuss Dan Mullen's comments about Florida's offensive performance against UM and and really some of the things that went wrong in the game because he really addressed all of them in his comments yesterday. He talked about the turnovers, some of the drives that they had that stalled out, some of the decisions that he made from a play calling standpoint, and you'll hear all those comments here in a minute. After watching everything, after seeing it all on film, he's really proud of what his guys put on tape and the performance that they had against Miami because He knows how good of a coach Manny Diaz is, he knows how tough it is to go up against his defensive scheme, how difficult it is to play a unit that brings back so many talented players from a defense that ranked among the best nationally in several categories. Despite all the pieces that Florida had coming back on offense and how good that they felt with the way that their year ended, Mullen knew that the Gators had a challenge ahead of them, especially up front on the offensive line going up against Miami's front seven, and for the most part he was proud of the way the Gators were able to move the ball considering the turnovers that happened, the ebbs and flows of the game, how his offense never really had a chance to get into a rhythm, which is not going to be the case each and every week because they're not going to face teams that are, one, this talented, and two, later on in the season they're going to have had a chance to build some more chemistry, to work out some of their kinks, to figure out some things offensively that they can work with. There was a, a lot of discovery in this first game with this unit, and, and again... Mullen was really proud of the way they played, particularly on getting first downs. And you might not think that when you look at the stat sheet and the fact that Florida was 2 of 10 on third down. But as Mullen said yesterday, he considers and factors in those fourth down conversions into that. And the fact that the Gators got four fourth downs, in his eyes, the Gators were 6 of 10 in getting their first down. Mullen, in totality, really likes what his unit was able to do against Miami. This was the number one defense in the country last year on third down. He says, hey, sometimes it took us four downs to move those chains, but our guys were able to do it. We were able to move the ball when we had to. We were able to get enough points to win the game. And those are some positives that they can take away. Certainly a lot to work on this week. We will talk about that on tomorrow's show, what the Gators need to work on during the bye week to get ready for their home opener now. We're going to bring you those comments from Dan Mullen and what he had to say about his offensive unit. The,
1: the turnovers are a big disappointment. The two fumbles, huge disappointments to me, obviously, because those are ones you control. And the last interception, you know, one, uh, I don't know, great call or not in that situation. You know, so much gets made about it. Hey, He's getting pressured, looking to throw the ball away. I, You know, obviously great call by Manny. You know, if you talk about maybe knowing personalities of we get the ball, we felt we set them up for this play. We felt they're going to be ready to stop the run because we're going to try to run out the clock. We're going to hit them with this play action pass. The guy's going to be wide open, and we hit an explosive play. And if that happens, what's really funny is then you flip Felipe's stats to 18 of 26 for 320 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a pick, and he has all the answers. You know, what an unbelievable game. Look at his development through the offseason. Unbelievable. Um. Probably should have taken the sack there. Boy, that's hard to teach. That's really hard to teach guys to take sacks. You know, and he's trying to throw it away, and he doesn't get enough on it. It gets picked. Maybe not a great call by me. All of the combinations in that one call. Uh, but other ones. And then a lot of other ones we watch with the offense. One guy here or there. You know, we talked about our guys. Hey, is it easy to do the right thing all the time? Yeah, doesn't sound hard. Go to class. Hey, just make sure you guys all attend class. Turn in your work on time. Give great effort at practice. Doesn't sound real complicated, right? Is it easy to make sure 85 guys are doing that at all times all the time? That's where championship teams, develop. you know, hey, hey, I get a class attendance sheet. One guy missed class. Well, that, that's a problem. That's the same thing as one guy jumped off sides. One guy didn't catch pitch. One guy missed a block. One guy made a wrong read in the past. One guy didn't run the route the right way. How many times are 11 guys doing it exactly right all the time? That's what you need to do to be a great team. And I think a lot of the things we showed was, hey, look at this. Oh, you know, oh, if, if we finish that block, if we threw made this throw, if we ran the route this way, if I caught the pitch, if I didn't jump off sides, a little bit different on the offensive side of the ball. So, so not far away, you felt? Um well, I mean I mean I'm always far away from where I always want. I mean i could, but I want eleven guys being perfect every single snap, but I think there are a lot to show them of what we could have done within the course of the game with inconsistency. It was also funny offensively. Um, you know we had an eleven yard eleven yard touchdown drive. We had a four-play touchdown drive. That was one huge play and then three quick plays in the red zone. You know, we're like in our flow of the game. I never know that we really felt, bless you, uh, that we got into a great flow. We did at times the drive that we drove down the field and then fumbled the ball. Um, you know, the opening drive, we kind of we, we kinda get a feel. We, we go end up going three and out, fake a punt, and then it's a long touchdown. Then we put a great drive together, fumble. Next time we have the ball, one-play fumble. Uh, type of deal it was, it was kind of like that way that you didn't get into the groove for us offensively but when you individually watch each play i think it's more like one or two guys than uh, big problems we miss an exchange on a, a a run pass option and we end up fumbling the ball and we don't fall on it they fall on it if he pulls it out makes the it's a touchdown <laughs> you know uh, malik davis would drop the pitch but if you look at that on the film That might have been a touchdown on the play call if we catch the pitch. Uh, You know, so, you know, that's when you say there's not a lot of missed assignments, if there is one on a play, there are ones where things that had bigger effects and that you can look at when we watch it with our guys. What about in terms of the offensive line? Are you encouraged by, uh, I guess, how well they played? Yeah, I thought, you know, especially you're looking at a Miami team. I I think one thing that that also people forget, I mean, that was what they were the number – they, they had a lot of returning starters. Guys like, I mean, we, we had a bunch of guys leave to go to the NFL that were pro- probably rated lower than their guys that stayed to come back and play on, on their draft rating, you know, stocks or whatever reports they get back and they hand to us. Um, they had a bunch of guys come back on a team that was the top number number one, third down defense in the country last year. Uh, number what, three overall? four fourth Fourth overall total defense. Uh and their front their strength was their front seven. And um would we have liked to I'd like to have efficiently run the ball a little bit better. Uh we had a bunch of negative yardage running plays, which were fumbled pitches, fumbled ball in the backfield. Kadarius had a big negative yardage run, which I always tell you, it's exciting things are gonna happen when he touches the ball, and they did. Um uh, you know, because if you look at P. Ryan, there was some consistency when he was in running the ball with his, you know, numbers. And but I think the flow of the game got us out of it. And we only gave up one sack against the team that had some dynamic pass rushers. So uh, I'm encouraged. I, I think we have a long way to go, but I am encouraged with some things that I saw from them uh, up front on on Saturday night.
0: Good stuff from Mullen right there on his offense. Certainly some things to work on during the bye week. But all in all, he likes what his group was able to do. And as they move forward, they're going to have a chance to get a big blowout that they didn't get in that week zero matchup with Miami. That'll do it for today's show. Tomorrow, we'll be back with another episode of Locked on Gators, your team every day.